0: two guys in a bed podcast the official podcast where reality becomes fantasy it's wednesday october 17th thanks for tuning in i'm gonna go ahead and say it right now this is gonna go down as one of my all-time favorite episodes of our show uh we had some really great things happen in week six so we're gonna delve into all the details of why it made me just so happy um and one of the reasons why it made me so happy is because of our co-host um Tyler, carry on my woo word, son. Are you there?
1: That's right. The champ is here. Thanks for having me. Glad I could provide some entertainment for you, (laughs) chuckleheads.
0: (laughs) You did, and uh, we're definitely going to talk about the entertainment that you provided us uh, going into Monday night. Um, And uh, yeah, I like how you're, you're using that champ as part of your introduction because we both know. Your reign is basically over. You have maybe six, seven more weeks uh, of being the champ, and then that belt is going to be going – it's going to be relocating. Relocating for sure.
1: Well, we shall see. We shall see.
0: All right. Well, let's see who our sponsors are for this week. Tyler, who we got?
1: All right. Hey, our sponsor this week, uh, Little Debbie. Little Debbie, that's right. Not the snack cakes. Uh, the little, um, midget stripper that just left, uh, jumped out of the cupcakes for Clint's birthday. Hey, happy birthday, Clint. Hey. And and thank you, Deborah. (laughs) And, uh, speaking of birthdays, the podcast, two guys in a bed turns 21. This is our 21st episode. Nice. We can can do it legally now. That's right. Yeah. Good segue into our, uh, second sponsor, Zima. (laughs) always goes good with a jolly rancher <laughs> no. so uh yeah little debbie and zima
0: nice do they still make zimas i don't know
1: do they uh, probably at myrtle beach i don't know <laughs> that might be the <laughs> only place you can find them i don't know
0: the perfect place to have zimas no doubt oh shout out to, to debo man one of our uh, old uh wrbf managers man he was he was big into the zimas parrot bays you know he was really a a hard liquor drinker back in the day. So (laughs)
1: let's
0: let's pour pour Zima out for for Diva.
1: Stuck with the hard stuff.
0: (laughs) Right. Right. All right. Well, uh, thanks. Thanks for, uh, oh yeah, man. Uh, that, that little stripper, she was so awesome. It was really good for her to, to show up, and I didn't That's expect right. that. It was a great surprise, so, so thanks, little Debbie, and thanks, Zima, for, for hopping on. We're, uh, we're, we're, we'd we're love to have you. Let's let's start our podcast by taking a look back at week six. Week six. So first, let's look at our game of the week. It was Chris versus Logan. Chris comes out on top, 124.4 to 112.8, um, and it all came down uh, to the foot of Chris's kicker, Harrison Bucker, on Sunday night, uh, Chris was down ten points going into the game, but Kirk came through for him, scoring 22 points and giving Chris the win. The win uh, takes Chris to four and a four and two record. Uh, but Tyler, look, the second high scoring player on Chris's team, was the kicker with 22 points. So, so me personally, I don't know about you, but I'm not, I'm still not taking Chris's team seriously.
1: Yeah, you got to put an asterisk beside. Uh... A win when your second leading score was was your kicker, right. and every time I think about that dude, I think about the episode of The Office when Jim called Dwight, you know, over the phone, and it was Mr. Buttlicker trying to trying <laughs> Our prices to, have never been lower. <laughs> yeah, Buttlicker. <laughs> Oh, yes. You know what? I like to
0: sound your voice. I'm going to buy a million dollars worth of paper. <laughs> oh,
1: yeah, well. That's right. That's how it's done. And that's how it's done. <laughs> <laughs> but you have to fire Dwight.
0: Look, any any kind of office reference we can get into our podcast, man, just keep them coming. I keep them coming. I, I love it. Uh, Logan, Logan, who uh, comes up on the shorter than the stick in that matchup, drops back to three and three which I don't know if you've looked at his points scored and points against, but that record of three and three is, like, directly proportional to his points scored and points against. He has 686 points scored and 683 scored against. So, I mean, Tucker – I mean, uh, Logan is, like, right where he's supposed to be, I guess, if you think about it. He's three and three, goes with his points. Um, Just some quick thoughts on Logan's team, maybe?
1: That's right. Well, I I feel for Logan. I know how it is to lose on a Monday night, and I know how – and I can – I know how it is to win on a Monday night. Yeah. Um, but yes, yeah, speaking of points, I've gone through. I, I did a lot of that today. I went through and looked at some points, and I'll bring some of that up later. Don't want to don't want to spoil anything. But yeah, uh, Logan's team is they're they're they they'll be okay. They'll be okay. He'll he'll make a good showing in the playoffs, I believe.
0: Yeah. The only thing Logan has going up against him is he has at least two pretty difficult matchups coming up once he comes back into the division play. Uh, he's gonna have to go ahead and get some wins now while he can because they're gonna be tough to well, come by in a
1: few weeks. Well he's in a he's in a pretty easy division, so he'll be able to get at least one or two more. All right. Speaking of easy divisions, uh Tucker's in a very easy division, but he's
0: still losing. Uh he lost to Kevin. Kevin wins big 191 to 94.8. Um Tucker, I don't know if you saw on the, uh, the league website, but he was awarded the biggest beatdown trophy, as this is the worst loss of the season so far. Uh, Kevin almost 100 hundred, him, not just 50. He almost 100 uh, Tucker there. And, and my hot take from last week's podcast was extremely wrong. I thought Tucker would win and get back to 500. And not only did he lose, uh, he fails to score over 100 points for the fourth time this year and promptly gets renamed to E.T. Phone Mahomes. E.T. Phone Mahomes. Not Kevin's best rename, if I'm going to be totally honest with you. I mean, I know he's going off of his quarterback, Patrick Mahomes, but uh, I feel like he could have done better there. Um, not, not, not the best. But anyways, uh, Tucker's FML is in the bottom third of the league as he continues to just mismanage his team. Yet again, Tucker falls to 2-4. and four. Uh so what do we got so far Tyler what are what are your thoughts so far on that uh on that matchup that went horribly wrong for Tucker
1: Yeah man you really uh missed the call on that one Um you know it's not Kevin's best name I thought Tyrica Source wrecked is up there man that was a good one that was a good one Yeah Um But yeah Tucker whew. The bright side for Tucker is that if all the other teams RB ones go down, and then all their RB twos go down, I mean he's <laughs> he's gonna be sitting pretty. <laughs> uh,
0: and Deshaun Watson, man, he's he's not he's I, I saw a stat the other day where he is getting sacked like at least two times more than the next pre, next quarterback. Um, that offensive line out in Houston is doing him no favors. He, uh, Deshaun Watson only scored seven point three points for Tucker. So, talking about quarterbacks, Tucker is in a world of hurt at, court, at the quarterback position.
1: I know, man. And and here's the thing about about Deshaun Watson. He's feast or famine. He's boom or bust. He's either going to score, you know, mid to high forties, or he's going to put up single digits. And that's just that makes it even more difficult to to play him. All right.
0: All right, well, uh, next up we got our – and I don't have the the sound bite queued up, so I'm just going to freestyle. It's time for the WRBF, stat of the week. Stat of the week. (laughs) Perfect. All right, so we got a stat of the week for Kevin. So Here we go, Kevin. Uh, So Kevin nearly joins the elusive two-hundo club uh, with a scoring of 191. And, uh, of course, he moves to uh, four and two. And – this is a stat of the week. He sets a straight cash homie franchise record with the highest single game points scored in the history of his organization. And this is another uh, stat of the week. His 191 single game point total puts him in a tie for third on the list of the most points scored in one game in the history of the WRBF uh, organization. So I don't know if you know the, the top two. Pop quiz, you know, the top two scores, points scored in a single game?
1: Uh, Well done, Kevin. I would say, I think I remember Dale putting up a pretty good uh, score one That's time. It. Exactly right. Um, a second. Dale, and then probably uh, knowing you, probably you or wow. or Nick.
0: Great, great guess. But actually, no, it is not me. It is not Nick. It is Chris. Chris is oh. in the top
1: three. Okay, yeah, that's right. I do remember that. That was the year he had David Johnson, I believe.
0: Yes, that was the year he went crazy. Actually, Adele is number one at two hundred three, and then Chris is number two at two hundred point four.
1: So, yeah, um, did he he won the championship that year,
0: didn't he? Chris, uh, no, no, he went thirteen to none. Oh, yeah. that's, right. Yeah, <laughs> yes, that's right. first nope. round of the playoffs. Thirteen
1: to
0: none. I remember that now. That makes me happy, and oh my God, this next matchup makes me so happy, <laughs> <laughs> TJ, TJ. Versus Callahan, TJ wins 135.2 to 124.1. TJ, uh, it all really came down to Devontae Adams on Monday night. Um, and I'm just going to stop there. Uh, Tyler, I want you to kind of take it from there. Describe your emotions as you watched the game. You were going into the Monday night game with the lead. You know, I'm pretty sure you had it. You know. Well, I'm, I'm just going to stop there and just let you. Yeah, yeah,
1: it. yeah, yeah. Well, you know, I'm glad it makes you happy. Uh, that makes one of us. Um, <laughs> It's just frustrating, man. I The ty, the Tyreek Hill thing just continues to haunt me.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Freaking Sammy Watkins. Jeez Louise, man. He just – I thought I had it. I even, like, threw some little math jabs in there at TJ being the math teacher. And, man, he just came back with a zinger <laughs> Tuesday morning. I'm sure he just woke up with his thumbs just itching to send that. Mm-hmm. And uh, Keep going. You know, I was so – I thought I had it, man, and I was watching that last drive and I thought, oh, no, here it comes. (laughs) Aaron Rodgers is going to – there's no doubt he's either going to go to Jimmy Graham or Devontae Adams, and I was – even though you have Jimmy Graham, I know that might be the only time I'd ever want you to get points.
0: Well, if you can remember back to the uh, preseason trade that Nick and I made, I actually gave Jimmy Graham up. I have uh, the best tight end in football, the one and only Travis Kelsey. But, anyways, go ahead. Oh, yeah, that's
1: right. That's right. That's right. Tell me more. Tell um, me. And then when he made that touchdown catch, man, I just uh, cried myself to sleep that night. <laughs> Pilla, pillow was soaked. know, uh, Amanda wanted to know what was going on. I couldn't even talk about it.
0: Right, was one of the kids like really hurt or, or sick or something? Or no, it's, they were it's in, more serious. It's more serious. They were in.
1: They, yeah, that's right. So no, the kids are fine, honey. Uh, <laughs> it's, it's my, it's my fantasy team. I've lost <laughs> again. I've I've fell into another person's best game of the year.
0: Oh yeah, no doubt, dude. You said last week on last week podcast, you're like, man, I'm gonna you know go on a five game winning streak. Uh, I'm going up against TJ in that roller coaster. You know he's going down. I can't do. I can't play the roller coaster drop anymore because of you, Tyler. I, mean, I
1: am about to tear off four in a row. Oh, yeah, right. I right. am so. I am ready. <laughs> I got Ryan coming up. I'm getting ready to just take his team out to the woodshed. <laughs> um, and he might be living in a woodshed. I don't know <laughs> what's going on, but that's he may already be there and not just. <laughs> Meet him there and just wear him out, man. That's what's about to happen.
0: We're definitely going to talk about that matchup coming up a little bit later. But let's not move on just yet. So you are now – you're now one and five. You're one and five. Just let that sink in. Um, and, yeah, you mentioned Tyreek Hill earlier. Yeah, he, he outscored Sammy Watkins by 30 points. So just uh, mm-hmm. let yeah, that sink thanks. In
1: yep 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 and it has it has sunk in
0: (laughs) okay all right All um but listen
1: but listen before we leave my team is good period (laughs) yeah no doubt i i have caught everyone's just about (laughs) everyone's no you have listen i have caught three people's best game okay? okay i have the fifth look at the standings i have the fifth points four in the league right that puts me in the top five if we go by that you know that puts me right there in the thick of the playoffs right i am on the flip side of that i have the most points against right mm-hmm. i'm last in the best division in our league however i have more i have scored more points than the first place team of the bill cosby division okay <laughs> there's a bunch of those bunch of no foot fantasy football playing goobers in that division. <laughs> and I have scored more points than the leader of that division. I have the most points against the next highest person is 30 points behind me. That's ridiculous.
0: All I can think about right now is, uh, the daily affirmation on Saturday night live Where that guy. I'm smart enough. I'm good. Yes. Enough. <laughs> and doggone it.
1: And, and oh. doggone it. <laughs>
0: Uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, you keep just tell yourself whatever you need to tell yourself um to help you sleep at night with that 1 and 5 record. Uh so let's let's move on to Dell versus Nick Dell. As we predicted, wins 136.4 to 99.2. Uh let's update the podcast poll results. So it was kind of 50-50 with three votes for Nick's first loss and and three votes for Ryan's first win and uh, I guess Nick wins. That poll or loses the poll. I don't know how you want to think about that, but uh, I don't know.
1: He wins something though. We'll get to that. Yeah, he does. Oh, spoiler alert.
0: Um, Dell gets his first non-divisional win of the season, and that win gives him a six and five record in the head-to-head matchups versus Nick. So I want to plug this. I worked on it over the weekend, and uh, I want to make sure you guys are aware. If you go to WRBF.weebly.com and click on the WRBF record book, there is now a new uh, section, a new tab, a new spreadsheet on there for the uh, head-to-head record um, for matchups in WRBF. So you can take a look at your team and how it has stacked up against every other team in the league and the history of WRBF. So uh, again, Dell with that win, he takes a six-five lead in the head-to-head matchup versus Nick. And with that loss, Nick has a couple things come to an end. Uh, first, his 18-game streak of scoring over 100 points is or 100 points or more is now over. Um, and so his, close,
1: though.
0: Yeah, 90, 99.2. Um, and his bid at an undefeated season falls short. And uh, this is the point where Chris would have popped the champagne because he went undefeated and won the Super Bowl. Didn't he? What happened? Won the
1: no, uh, uh, wait, I think Steve beat him. That's asked right. Ask, <laughs> That's ask Steve about that. <laughs> That's right.
0: That's it. Yeah, it scored it got fifty and got renamed. Yes. 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 So no, no champagne out there in Chris's land. So uh anything you wanna you wanna mention in, in this matchup, Dell versus Nick, before we move on?
1: No, I'd like to point out that Chris would be popping um the orange Gatorade bottle open, not Dell. <laughs> <those. laughs> it'd be just a twist not really a pop right and what you would it you know the, the what sound compliments of that, that? Safety
0: seal breaking what compliments a really fine 2018 orange gatorade what would you eat with something like
1: that i would probably i would bite so both be. i'd bite both ends off the twizzler and use it like a straw
0: <laughs> oh yes the twizzler's bag you know is sitting right beside it
1: <laughs> that's right i
0: uh, love you chris all right I love i
1: that. love you too chris seriously <laughs>
0: Let's move on to the next matchup, which is Ryan versus Steve. Uh, As everyone could have probably predicted, uh, Steve wins, shocker, to no one. 127.7 to 120.9. This was uh, the dud game of the week. Shout out to Tim, dud game of the week. But it actually turned into a close game, and Ryan Ryan could have won if the Packers' defense scored some more points and uh, Aaron Jones was held in check. But with this win, Steve still has a pulse in WRBF. He goes to 2-4, and, and he's in that group of guys who are kind of on the fringe of making it into the big dance. There's a few guys with a 2-4 and four record, so Steve's right there with him. He's not quite out yet, but one guy who is definitely out is Ryan. He drops to 0-6, and, and, oh, God, this has got to kill Ryan, but he would have won. The dude would have got his first win of the season, if he would have had the cojones to start either Peyton Barber or Frank Gore in his flex. Um, and and before, before I get your comment, one more thing. Uh, Ryan has now officially tied the record for the worst start in the history of WRBF. Um, Ryan's mm-hmm. team is so bad. How bad is it? Oh, there we go. Ryan's team is so bad that the kids in Honduras have started to go – started to go fund me for his team
1: oh man and they are uh taking any amounts of lemon pies that you can give them <laughs> and uh yeah that's right if if he would have started frank gore or Peyton barber they would have won uh but ifs and buts were candies and, were nuts. Candies and nuts yes kids of honduras would know what halloween is oh
0: poor kids poor kids man oh yeah i feel bad i feel bad for ryan love you ryan
1: thanks for thanks for what you're doing man you're doing good work you're doing good work down there
0: absolutely and you know what he hasn't given up you know all all bs aside one thing that i will commend ryan for is you know most guys with an o and, and and six record will just quit and just do a dumpster fire, get rid of those players. They may even sabotage the league. We've actually had that happen before. Um, so uh, you, thank you, Ryan. If you hope you're listening to this. I really do appreciate you kind of sticking with it. You're still active on the waiver wire. Um, you're still making trades. We're going to talk about one of the trades you made later. So really do appreciate that, man. So, all right, so let's move on to uh, the last matchup from last week, which was me versus Tim, and I win 152.6 to 115.5. And this win really helps take some of the sting away from my playoff loss last year. Uh, but don't get me wrong. Now, look. Now, hey, uh,
1: I, you better not forget that.
0: Yeah. Oh, I'm never going to move past it. But this has helped me kind of progress through my stages of grief. I think I finally moved into uh, moved from anger into bargaining. So okay. I'm, All right. you know, kind of working my way towards acceptance. So, this helps with yeah.
1: that. You get a chip for that?
0: <laughs> yeah, right. Uh, yeah, exa- like two weeks over. Uh, I I had nearly a perfect lineup. I looked at the FML, and shout-out to Steve for updating the FML. Um, I was only one point – only had a one-point differential from my starters to my bench players, so I only left one point on the bench, so I had a nearly perfect FML. Uh, So shout-out to me. And then Tim. uh, Shout-out to me. Tim Tim drops the two and four, and he's in that that group with Steve and a couple other guys of of being in danger – of making the playoffs. Uh, any comments you wanna you wanna put out there for for me or Tim? You want to talk about how great my team is, you can go right ahead.
1: Well yeah. I mean you're in a you're in you know the second best division in the league so you might get another win or two. Tim it's gonna I mean you know it's just gonna be tough in our division. Once we get back in those divisional games, um, you know, somebody's got to lose and it's just gonna there are gonna be some tough, tough matches ahead.
0: Yeah, it'll so, probably be you, you know, based on your current record. If I was going to use that, use
1: I guess I set that up. Yeah. So <laughs> te- teed uh, it up for you. You're welcome.
0: Let's not overlook my five game winning streak. The the longest active streak this this year. Uh, I am on a roll, son. I am on a roll. So let's move on to everybody's favorite segment, the Dookie Award. So, We have, you know, some low-hanging fruit here. We have a couple guys that we could give the award to. We actually, in our our group text, there was some talk about the Dookie Award. Who's it going to be this week? What are we going to do with it? So, Tyler, I'm going to let you take this whole segment, man. What are we going to do with the Dookie Award?
1: Okay. So, yeah, you you said the elephant in the room. Tucker, of course, low-hanging fruit. Um, Don't want to – I don't want to just fill up his mantle with Dookie Awards uh, you know, in that nice new house of theirs. So that's not there's, a good look.
0: There's going to be more to come, obviously.
1: That's right. Ryan, another low-hanging fruit. Uh, myself, another low-hanging fruit. I'm sure all three of us will have at least one more at some point in the year. Uh, but this week, the Dookie Award is going to go to Nick, Nick. and truly. Congratulations, sir. Yes. Uh you rode the New Orleans stack and as they go, you go. Mm-hmm. And uh looking a little spoiler here, there's a an addition to the stack this coming up week. We'll see how that goes. Right. Um but yeah, congratulations Nick on your dukey award.
0: Yeah, I mean you he had to know that it was coming. He had to have known. I mean, this is this is gonna be one of our only chances to give him the award. So, for losing for the first time, this is the perfect time to get it. Given the award, like we said earlier, his undefeated season has come to an end. Um, 100
1: point game streak. Exactly. So, congratulations. Yeah, that's right. Good job. You earned it.
0: (laughs) All right. Uh, So, we had somebody call us out on uh, our last week's podcast. We kind of omitted, we overlooked, we neglected to talk about some of the trades that were made. So let's, let's, let's go into that first. Let's look at some of the trades that were made. Uh, Steve traded with, with Ryan, and they actually played each other last week. So we kind of got a really good idea of who won that trade and who lost that trade. So, Tyler, I think you suggested earlier uh, when we were you know, pre-gaming for the podcast, just, let's talk about winners and losers. So uh, Steve traded Jordan Howard, Amara Cooper, and Jameis Winston. Um, and then Ryan traded away Doug Baldwin, Derrick Henry, and the Bears defense. So uh, just quickly looking at that trade on paper, uh, who do you think won? Who do you think lost? And maybe just a quick why. All
1: right. I think uh, in that particular trade, I think Steve won. You know, he got rid of Amari Cooper, who was, who was a hot mess, man. That's, that, I know he looks good. You know, he has all the, all the attributes that you'd want. The stats just have not been there. The production, the productivity is not there with him. Right. Jordan Howard having a down year and an awesome Bears offense. Man, those guys—they're just moving the ball. So he right. got rid of him. I'd say the, the best player that Steve gave up is Jameis Winston, mm-hmm. um, and he in return got some some players. You got Derrick Henry that you know hasn't been what we thought he would be this year um, for the Titans, and got has the picked up the Bears defense. That's a solid defense, man. Khalil Mack just putting up numbers and, and Doug Baldwin um, in Seattle, if Russell Wilson can stay healthy and not get sacked, you know, 10 times a game, he's going to be okay.
0: Yeah. I think because Steve got Doug Baldwin and he's coming back from the injury, he was out the first three weeks and he just came off of a, a, a 91 receiving yard game. So uh, he's mm-hmm. he's got to buy this week. Doug Baldwin does, but, and that kind of helps out that, He's got an early buy, so we get that past him, and then he'll have the rest of the season to start Doug Baldwin. So, yeah, I agree Steve won that trade. And then uh, let's look at Nick and Tim who traded. Uh, uh, Nick traded away Brandon Cooks. Tim traded away Keenan Allen. Um, So I'll I'll go first with this one. In my opinion, I almost feel like this is a lateral move for these guys. I feel like Brandon Cooks or Keenan Allen are pretty close. Um, I know Brandy Cooks is kind of a, a hit or miss. Uh, he's almost like Deshaun Jackson, where he goes off for a you know huge game, or if he doesn't have those long receiving those long catches. It is kind of quiet. But I I don't know if I had to guess, I would guess Nick won because I kind of like Keenan Allen a little bit better. But in my opinion, I think it's almost like a lateral move there.
1: Yeah, I agree. That's that's a that's a pretty good and. Uh... You know, analysis of that. I think that's uh, about a wash in that trade. I do think in the long run, though, Keenan Allen will be a little bit better. uh, Grab, there's just so many weapons in for the Rams. Yeah. That Brandon Cooks, I mean, they cannot, there's only one football to get around, and there's, they just have a lot of weapons, man. Cooper Cup, Todd Gurley out of the backfield catching balls.
0: Right, Cooper Cup's hurt. So, short term, Brandon Cooks may put up better numbers than Keenan Allen, but I think long term, Keenan Allen will be the, the better play there. And then, Chris and I traded. I gave up George Kittle, and then uh, Chris gave up Kirk Cousins. So, of course, you know, I, I'm hurting this week going into week seven. I've got Aaron Rodgers and Ben Roethlisberger on a buy, so I desperately needed a quarterback. So, I wasn't going to start George Kittle anytime soon. Um, and I think Chris, he had uh, he's got Cam Newton, so he was going to play Kirk Cousins. Uh, so who do you think won that trade?
1: Um, I think that um, in that trade, points wise, you know, Kirk Cousins is going to score more points because just quarterbacks—that's how the position works. But um, so I think Chris may have given away the better value here. You know, the tight end position has been just hard to. Hard to play anybody out right. of that first tier, man. It's scarce on the and in in the tight end department. So mm-hmm. uh, George Kittle is going to be a valuable tight end play about every week.
0: Yeah, so. well, uh, this may be a shocker to no one, but I think I won the trade because uh, I got a quarterback who's going to be top five going into week seven. Now I may only start him one week, but um, I think you know, and especially looking at the waiver wire with uh, well, let's jump ahead to that. let's look into the waiver wire waiver wire Wednesday. So Mitch Trubisky was uh, one of the hot guys on the waiver wire. There were were five guys who went after him. And and Chris actually comes out on top with a $16 bid. And I was originally going for Mitch Trubisky because I think he's going to have a huge week this weekend going up against the Patriots. And so that was kind of my backup plan uh, was to go go get Mitch Trubisky. But the trade actually helped out a a lot because I don't have to worry about that. I I got Kirk Cousins. I can move on. Um, and then, holy Taylor Gabriel on the way yeah. back. My goodness, eight teams, two-thirds of the league went after him, um, and including Tim, including Tim. So, I want to I point this out. <laughs>
1: yes.
0: It may have gone overlooked, but with Taylor Gabriel, Tim was the guy who originally picked Gabriel up last week, and he got him for zero dollars. And then two days later, he drops Gabriel to pick up Ido Smith. Then Gabriel goes off timeline. Fast forward ahead to Sunday. Gabriel goes off yet again. And then everybody goes after him this morning and uh, including Tim who puts in a bid for $17. Remember Tim had him a week ago for $0, but TJ That's actually right. gets them for 23 bucks. Um,
1: yeah, great bid, man. Got him, you know, bid $2 higher. I, I like I like seeing the the free agent auction work itself out. In these yeah. uh I love I love watching the the free agent report, man. That's just that's good.
0: Yeah, looking at that, there was a lot of swings and misses, uh, including me and you. But we were the the worst was Steve, who overpaid $17 for Duke Johnson. The next highest bid was yeah, nothing. Nobody.
1: Uh, zero. Yeah. So Steve overpaid. For Steve see Dam- Steve sees something there.
0: <laughs> yeah, see something that nobody else sees. Uh, I yeah. overpaid for Damian. Oh no, 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 I'm sorry. You overpaid nine dollars for Damian Ratley, and then I overpaid seven bucks for Raheem Mostert out in San Francisco. Um, yeah. Well, let's let's push through. I think I suck at free agents, man. I I, I suck at the the kickers. I suck at streaming kickers. I picked up old boy from Tennessee. Suck up, who sucked it up, scored zero points. So I, I don't know what I. I feel like I'm good at everything else in fantasy football except for the waiver wire. I either overpay for somebody or I, I, I get somebody who does nothing. Um, so yeah, I suck at the waiver wire.
1: Yeah, and we've got to get rid of kickers, man. That's just that's something that's going to have to be brought up. Kickers suck.
0: Yeah, I'm definitely warming up to that idea for sure. Um, so next year we're going to probably
1: say – How about a podcast poll? Let's get rid of – Who, who's in favor of getting rid of kickers?
0: Let me write that down. Great idea. So podcast poll, kickers, getting rid of them. Yay yeah, or nay. Love it. Great idea. Let's look ahead to week number seven. So, Tyler, we are – we're through six weeks. So that means we're basically at the halfway point of the season. Um, and obviously these teams uh, – the season – as the season goes on, these matchups become more and more important. Um, there are already a lot, there's already a lot on the line going into week seven. And remember, this is just uh, just the more you know kind of a thing. Uh, going into the playoffs, remember that the head-to-head record is the tiebreaker for seeding. So these matchups we got coming in the next few weeks could be the, the determining factor for the seeding in the playoffs. So let's look at the first matchup, Logan versus Steve. And with only one win separating these two, um, there's a lot on the line. We could be looking back at this game as one of those tie-breaking games for Steve and Logan. Any predictions going into into that matchup?
1: Well, I like Steve in this matchup, but not by a whole lot. I think it's going to be a close game. Um, I think think the – I always like when a game comes down to Monday night and Steve has the stud running back Saquon Barkley going Monday night and uh, I'm looking to see how that's going to turn out you know Logan will be done with his scoring so it's going to be on the shoulders of Saquon and Evan Ingram if he ends up rolling him out there at tight end if Ingram plays I think he's questionable at the moment but That'll be a, that'll be a great matchup.
0: I think so. Looking at the, this is kind of surprising. Looking at the early projections, Steve is projected to score ninety one points. Logan one eighteen. So it looks like ESPN is projecting Logan to win Prestige Worldwide. Um, and if if Steve loses, man, oh, he's going to be right there with you um, on the verge of missing the playoffs. So good luck to those two guys. Uh, Tim, we got Tim going up against Tucker. Uh, and, again, check out the WRBF record book for the head-to-head matchups. Tim has a perfect 4-0 and record against Tucker. And uh, both of these guys desperately need a win to stay in the playoff hunt. So we're going to make this the game of the week for week seven. Tim versus Tucker.
1: Yeah, I like it. Although, and I know we're still away from Sunday, but Tucker – He's got to get his lineup squared away. Yeah, he he's does. got a he's got a kicker that's probably not going to play, so he's going to be in that same situation as trying to find the correct kicker to stream. It's and you know that's another one that that could come down to a Monday night, depending on who he's gonna who he's going to throw in there on his squad. He's got uh, Austin Hooper to throw in there if he wants.
0: He's got so Antonio this Brown. One of games that,
1: Yeah, it could be and could be an interesting week.
0: Now, if anybody's going to mismanage your team, it's definitely going to be Tucker. So, if, 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 if there's anybody out there to start seven players, it's definitely that dude. So.
1: Yeah, that's right. That's right.
0: All right. And then, oh, yeah. Yeah, let's talk about you some more, man. Let's talk about you versus Ryan. Let's do it. Did you know Ryan has a perfect 2-0 record against you? Um, yeah, so this is arguably Ryan's best chance of getting his first win of the season. Since he's going up against a team with the second worst record in the league, which is you, uh, and oh, no pressure, no, not to add any pressure at all. But right, if, right, right. If Ryan loses, he will set the record for the worst start in the history of our league. Zero and seven. If he starts out zero and seven, that'll be the worst start in the history. Um,
1: That's my goal. That's my goal.
0: And I, I, I talked to Ryan last year when he was still in. America, where's he at? I can never remember where he's at now. Where's is, where's is he at? Uh,
1: Venezuela, Venezuela. What are those things? You, these little trumpets. Yeah, that's right. Oh, that's right. He's in, he's in Dijeradu.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, I, when he was in America last year, I was talking to him. You know, he still sucked last year. And he would tell me that <laughs> yeah. his goal towards the end of the season was just to ruin people's lives out here in WRBF. So I think yeah. that's what his goal is now is just to maybe maybe ruin your life. <laughs> and so that you guys yeah. – if he wins, you'll have the same record as Ryan. Just, just let that sink in too.
1: If he beats you – Well, the, the way this season is going, he will have his best game of the year against me. <laughs> and uh, we'll see how it goes. But He's I done. think – I think I got this one, man. I think I got this one.
0: He's got pretty close ties to the man upstairs, so you never know. Some miracles might happen, man. I'm telling you. That's right. All right, Kevin's going up against Dell. Both of these guys are four and two. This is a pretty pretty big matchup. Um, and in the in the head to head matchup, it's a pretty tight tight record. Uh, Dell actually leaves leads five to four. Um, so I think that's going to be a pretty good game. I also think Chris versus Nick. Has the potential to be a really good game. Each of these guys had two WRBF championships, um, and yet another tight head-to-head matchup record. Nick currently has the edge versus Chris six to five. Um, and yeah, you you alluded to it earlier, but tell us about Nick's Nick's stack. What's Nick got going on next week for his for his team?
1: That's right. Not only is he going to throw Drew Brees, Michael Thomas. Alvin Kamara, the kicker, Will Lutz, he's gonna roll out the New England tight end that he picked up. And who is the New England tight end?
0: It's, you it's know? not New New England. It's not New England.
1: I mean, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, New Orleans. New Orleans. New Orleans. The New Orleans tight end.
0: He used to, I think he may have used to, but he's he's got
1: yeah. he's got big Ben Watson out there. Uncle Ben. Uncle Ben at tight end. He's got
0: five New Orleans players, Drew Brees, Camara, Ingram, Thomas, and Watson. He is rolling out the unheard of. He He's rocking the quintuple St. Stack. Five, That's right. Five dudes.
1: Mm. Oh,
0: what happens if there's like a bomb threat or something? And that, that game doesn't happen. What if they postpone that game?
1: <laughs> yeah, that'd be tough, man. That'd be yeah, tough.
0: It's outdoors. It's in Baltimore. <laughs> oh man.
1: God. That's not going to be pretty.
0: Uh, and Speaking of not, <laughs> not going to be pretty. I go up against TJ. I've never lost to TJ. I'm not going to lose to TJ. I'll never lose to TJ. And that's the bottom line, because touchdown there sets so.
1: So, are, are you calling that the dud game of the week? It's going to be a
0: boring dud game. Tim, this is the dud game of the week. I hope you're listening. I know it's kind of 35 minutes into the podcast. I hope you're still tuning in. Tim, this is going to be the dud game of the week. You don't even need to pay attention to it. It's not going to be close. Don't even worry about it. Let's move on to the next week. Sorry, Tej. But you suck, you're gonna to go to four and three. I'm gonna go six and one. So boom.
1: Lock it up. Hot takes.
0: Now, let's move on. <laughs> sorry, I got a little worked up there. Yeah.
1: Thursday yeah, it's night. Not
0: big, uh, it's not really, it's gonna be like a a dud it's talking about dud WRBF. This is gonna be the dud NFL game. Denver plays Arizona tomorrow night. Ugh. I have no yeah, I, I
1: hate Thursday night games, man.
0: The past few hasn't been too bad, but this is going to be like a, one of those low-scoring games. i um, yeah. not looking forward to it, but make sure you set up your lineups accordingly. Oh, and we've got something new this Sunday. The Chargers play the Titans in London on Sunday morning. Game time's 9.30 a.m. So get set, get ready for a full day of football on Sunday, starting at 9.30. So make sure you set up your lineups accordingly. We've got four teams on a bye, Green Bay, Pittsburgh, Oakland, and Seattle. Uh, So Tucker, you got Antonio Brown on the buy, man. You figure something out, brother. Figure it out.
1: All right. Well,
0: anything else? Anything else you wanna
1: throw out there? That's it. That's it, man. Set your lineups accordingly. You know, watch. out, Logan.
0: You got it. Thanks for tuning in. I appreciate you hopping on, Tyler. Uh, Yeah, Logan. Let's hear. Let's hear his talents. Let's hear his talents. Play us out, Logan.